0: Thank you, Thank you for joining in to After Christ Christian Center. And uh, I would like to say that I am so grateful to be here this evening to teach the Word of God. And we are up under the leadership of Apostle Rudolph and Pastor Lois Ellis. And I just want to say welcome to everyone who was able to join in this evening to hear what the Lord is saying. Tonight, we're going to be discussing a slice of peace and I know you are probably wondering what exactly is that Um, but um, I will be discussing and breaking that down a little later so we're gonna begin with prayer so father God in the name of Jesus Lord God we just thank you God for today we thank you God for life health and strength we thank you God for you being God and God all by yourself and Lord we just want to bless you and give you glory honor and praise tonight God and we thank you God for your word we thank you God for For delivering us and keeping us and protecting us and feeding us and clothing us and giving us housing, God. And God, only you can do that, Father. So, God, we give you glory. We thank you, God. We ask you, Holy Ghost, come on in. I surrender myself unto you, Holy Ghost. And, Lord, I let you use me in the way that you choose to use me. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, tonight we will be coming out of Philippians 4, chapter 4. And we will be discussing... um, we'll be talking about what's going on in the world now due to the fact that the it's getting cold the coronavirus COVID-19 is uh, the numbers are going up so they feel it's because of the cold the heat kept it down so uh my husband and I was studying this scripture as a matter of fact I asked you all to continue to keep minister Brandon in your prayers he's not feeling Well, tonight, as a matter of fact, he's supposed to have been on here with me. So, (laughs) but uh, I just thank God for him. He's healing right now. So I just continue to hold him up in your prayers. So we're going to start in Corinthians, I mean, Philippians chapter four. And uh, him and I were studying this because we want people to not be moved by the numbers going up with COVID to continue to trust in the Lord and continue to lean on him and know that he is still in charge and that he reigns, even in the earth, he reigns. He reigns all over this land, all over the country, he reigns. So because he reigns, we want people to know that God is still in control and that God is good. So starting at verse Philippians 4 and 4, rejoice in the Lord always, First of all, let me explain. I will be reading from, I'll be going between King James and the Amplified. So when you ask me like where she's reading, I'm, you, I have a parallel Bible, so I'll be using both King James and Amplified. So right now I'm in the Amplified. Rejoice in the Lord always. Delight yourself in him. Again, I say rejoice. Let all men know and perceive and recognize the lord is near he is coming soon Um, over in king james in verse 6 it says be careful for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your requests be made known unto man over in that same verse in the Amplified, it says do not fret or have any anxiety about anything, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, continue to make your wants known to God. So I'm going to break down what anxiety is. The definition of anxiety means fear or nervousness about what might happen. And that's what people are thinking about right now. What might happen? What might happen? Am I going to get COVID? COVID, I I was able to escape the first, when it came through the first time, when it it happened back in March. And I'm concerned about it now. But the same God that protected you and kept you in March is the same God that protects you, is going to keep you right now throughout the rest of the year. And however long this lasts. So, um, fear and nervousness about what might happen. That's anxiety. Fret. Fret means to eat or gnaw into, like a dog that gnaws into a bone. To cause to suffer emotional strain. So that is what fret means. So this is what's happening to you every time that the Lord is telling you, do not fret or have anxiety about anything. So this is what happening to you when you are constantly thinking about COVID-19. It it don't have to be COVID-19. It could be finances. It could be that you just got a report about a health issue, any of that. And so if you are fretting about it and you have an anxiety about it, this is what's going on in your body. It means to eat or gnaw into. So every time you constantly focus on that, that you can't, that you don't have the peace of it, it causes you to suffer emotional strain. Here it is that you can't rest, you can't sleep, you can't focus, and you have this strain of, of this news of trying to pay your rent. Uh your car broke down. And here it is, this is the part where the Lord wants us to trust in Him. Uh, concern about everywhere you go, you have to wear a mask, you have to use hand sanitizer, you got to have disinfectant, uh, you got to keep your gloves on and you're know, six feet away. And all things going on would cause you to have anxiety and be fretful. But I want to give you some synonyms of this fret. Fret has a synonym, corrode. Corrode means to gradually destroy or weaken something. So every time I'm use myself, every time I constantly focus on, well, I watch the news and, and I'm like, oh Lord, please don't let me catch COVID-19. Uh, 2,000 people then died and the numbers are constantly going up and the numbers are constantly changing. And what about my family? And I can't go to the hospital. My brother just had major surgery. Uh, he had cancer removed from his neck and could nobody, go into the hospital my sister my god sister just had um surgery on her Uh, they said she had heart failure couldn't anyone come and visit her in the hospital as well so am i gonna allow myself to be constantly caught up in these thoughts because your emotions would take off with you when you're dealing with a loved one that's going through something in the hospital and you can't even go visit my my brother wife had to drop him off at the door there in arkansas had to drop him off at the door and here it is she couldn't even go in my mother couldn't go my father so are you gonna focus on that are you gonna begin to pray Because also in this scripture, he said with prayer and petition and thanksgiving. I think I read that wrong. He says in every, let me read the scripture, but in every circumstance and in everything by prayer and petition with thanksgiving. So not only am I going to prayer and I'm going to supplicate to the Lord, I'm going to be thankful Lord, I thank you, God, that you have kept my brother. I thank you that you kept my sister. I thank you that you're in the hospital room. I thank you, Lord God, that, Father God, you guide in the surgeon's hands. God, I ask you to sit can and keep your angels around about them. Be in the room with them, Lord. Guide them, Lord. Keep them, God. Only you can do it, Lord. Don't nobody have to be there, but God, I know you're there. So you have to pray and believe God and understand that I know, God, that I can't be there, but I know you could be there. But if your mind, is not there, and your mind is here with the corrode to gradually destroy or weaken, so you becoming weakened due to the fact that here it is. I'm I'm I I'm so devastated that I can't be there. I can't even pray. You can't pray. It also vexes another synonym is to bring trouble, distress, or agitation. Here I am. Do I choose to pray or am I going to be agitated? Do you know what agitation is? You know, my husband was teaching about it. You know, the washing machine has the agitator in it. It's designed to get the dirt out the clothes. And then here it is. I'm having this, uh, my mind, my mind is causing me to be agitated because I'm not trusting in the Lord. I can't be there. I'm not the doctor. I don't even know how to perform this surgery. They cut my brother from his ear to his esophagus. Stage three. And so here I am. I can't be there. So what am I going to do? Am I going to be vexed? Am I going to be fretful? Am I going to have anxiety? And then a braid is another sentiment. It means to wear down in the spirit. My God. I have all these days going on and I'm trying to work. And then, you know, some of us still have, some of you all, all my children are grown. Some of you all still have children in the home. Can you imagine trying to work, cook, clean, and provide for your family? And then you get this news about your, your loved one. And then all of a sudden your mind, your mind is like, oh my God. I can't even think so, but the Lord says in every circumstance, he says in every circumstance. So regardless of my brother being in the hospital, regardless of my God sister being in hospital, he said in every circumstance, he wants me to pray, to pray. He wants me to petition, put my petition unto him because only he can do it. And he wants me to be thankful. Now, Sometimes when you, you know, uh, you might cry because when I got the news about my brother, I cried, but I had to get up off the floor. I had to get, I laid my head on my husband's shoulder and he started praying for me, but I had to get up and start praying. I had to war because my mind. And we going on to the next. And it goes on to say, and the God, verse seven, and God, peace, I'm reading out the Amplified, verse seven, should be yours, that tranquil it's a tranquil state of a soul assured of its salvation through christ so fearing nothing from god and being content with its earthly lot of whatever sort that is that peace which transcends all understanding should garrison it used to wear garrison garrison is a fort it's a military camp fort where they send soldiers to to live in and to defend that place, okay? And mount guard over your hearts and mind in Christ Jesus. So here it is: If I allow the peace of God to come in, He's like a fort, and He's protecting my mind from all these thoughts. I won't be fretful. I won't have no anxiety. I won't fret. I won't be. My mind won't be corroded. I won't be a braze. And none of that because the peace of God, he, he, can you imagine the fort, you know what a fort looked like? You know, that it's well protected from every area, from every aspect, from every corner it is protected. And here it is. God's telling me that the peace, his peace protects my mind like that. Where the enemy cannot come in. Only way the enemy can come into your mind if you allow it. That's the only way. Only way. If you allow it, if you allow to if you open that gate up to that fort, then OK, he's going to come on in and he's going to cause you to have anxiety. He's going to cause you to feel like a dog is gnawing. And you know how a dog gnaws at a bone? A dog's gnaw at a bone until he get down to the inside of it, to where he want it. And he keeps gnawing at it until it's all gone. And that's what fret is. So he comes in and he do this to you until you don't have no rest, no peace, no anything. And that's what the enemy is designed to do. He is designed to kill, to steal, and to destroy and he's on his job, people. Don't think that he ain't. He's on his job. He's designed. He wants to kill, steal, and destroy. That's what he want to do. Goes on to say, verse 8, For the rest, brethren, whatever is true, these are the things God's saying. Okay, if you have the peace of God. Regardless of all that going on with that, I gave you the definition for the fret and the uh, And anxiety and and the synonyms of fret and everything to corrode, to abrade. I gave you that to vex. So here it is. When you have that going on, here it is God telling you what to think on. Verse 7 tells you what to think on. He says, finally, brother, this is what you should be concentrating on. For the rest, brother, whatever is true, whatever is worthy of reverence, and is honorable and seemly, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely and lovable, whatever is kind, gracious. If there is any virtue and excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think on and weigh and take account of these things. The amplifier says, fix your mind on them. Fix means to make stable, to set or establish. That's what fix means. So he's telling me to fix my mind on these things, on my thoughts, to make stable, to set and establish. So here's where my husband, when we was studying this, he had God give him the analogy of. Uh, a pizza, so that's where a slice of peace come in as the topic. Here it is. You can you a slice of piece. You know you have to have an imaginary. Your mind have to be able to imagine things. So here it is. You you put up a slice of pizza. You know what a slice piece. You might have the round. You might have the eight corner. But whatever is your choice. You have all these toppings on this pizza. So our toppings on our pizza tonight, you can choose the pizza that has fret, anxiety, cor- corrode, vex, abrade. You can choose that pizza, or you can choose the pizza that has on it peace, rest, just, lovely, He's telling us to think on these things, kind, gracious. So when you get ready to pick up your slice of pizza, which slice of pizza would you like to eat? Would you like to eat the pizza that's going to give you some peace and when you get ready to eat it and you better lay down and you can rest or do you choose to eat the pizza, the slice that has anxiety and fret and mental, you will have mental indigestion. That's what you will have your mind would be totally, totally, totally destroyed, totally destroyed because you choose to eat that pizza. When God is giving you everything pertaining to life and godliness, he's giving you everything. He's telling you, if you would rely on my peace, then you don't have to be focused. See, I don't have to be in Arkansas. I don't don't have to be in Arkansas. Because my God is everywhere at all times, in every place. He knows all things. I can speak into the atmosphere and demand for healing to go to Arkansas where my brother is at. Because he has given it. I can command the angels. So I don't have to be there. And I thank God that I don't have to be there. So tonight, when you understand, even though I don't look at the news every day because the news has so much going on. I do watch it to see what's going on in the land, but I don't watch it every day. So I choose to so I can keep my mind set. He tells me to fix my mind on these things. I got to fix my mind on, on things that are just things that are honest, things that are pure, things that are lovely, things that are good report. I fix my mind on these things. And, you know, Mama Lois always say, think about what you're thinking about. Dad always say, think about what you're thinking about. So if I'm thinking about what I'm thinking about, I need to understand that I cannot be focused on what's going on in the world. I got to believe God and that God is going to continue to take control, watch over me and my family, and keep us. I'm going to verse 9. It says, practice what you have learned, and received, and heard, and seen in me, and model your way on living of living it. And the God of peace, the amplifier says, the God of peace, untroubled. See, the God of peace, untroubled, undisturbed, well-being. And that's where we need to be because we cannot, what's going on in this world is, is not going to dictate who we are. We are the child, children of the most high God. We belong to him. So because we belong to him, he is the God of peace. He, we're going to be untroubled and we're going to be undisturbed. We will not be moved by what's going on around us. We will not be moved by what's going on on our job, in our homes, what's going on in this land, in the government, in the Senate, and nowhere else in Washington, nowhere else. So what we need to be focused on is knowing that God is still in control. He reigns. No matter what you see, no matter what the the news is saying, he reigns. God reigns. And he is still in control. Don't fool yourself. And uh, he said, and the peace of God, untroubled, undisturbed will be with you. That's what he will be. See, God is already. He's already made. See, if we understand that God is always there and we stay focused on no matter what come up against us, we have to understand that God, no matter what we deal with, God has already made a way of escape. Do you know that? He's already made a way out for us. God has already done it over in first. I'm going over to first Corinthians for a moment. Chapter 10. And verse 13, 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 13, amplified. I love what it says in Amplified. It says, For no temptation, no trial, regardless, regarded as enticing to sin, no matter how it comes or where it leaves, has overtaken you. And laid hold on you. He said no matter where it comes. Or where it leads. Let me read that again. For no temptation. No trial. Regardless as enticing to sin. No matter how it comes. Or where it leads. Has overtaken you. And laid hold on you. That is not coming to man. That is. No temptation. Or trial has come to you. That is beyond human resistance. Wow. God, you you able to resist it because he has already made a way of escape for you. And that is not adjusted and adapted and belonging to human experience. But God is faithful. He's faithful to his word and his compassionate nature. And he can be trusted not to let you be tempted and tried Beyond your ability and strength of resistance and power to endure. But with the temptation, He will always also provide the way out that you may be capable and strong and powerful to bear up under it patiently. He ends that with patience. So we have to have some patience, but God has made a way out in every situation. It, what, you know, what kind of disturbed me was when I heard the percentage about divorces, people who had got married uh, and some people who got married the first part of this year hadn't been married six months. Some people who only been married for a couple of years, but the divorce rate went up 45% due to COVID. Due to them have to be home with with each other, have to uh, understand, being and know each other for the for real for real, being in the house together, uh, seeing each other all day because jobs cause you to be away from home. You away from home either eight nine ten hours a day, sometimes twelve. Sometimes you pull in a double shift. It causes you to be away from home and then you don't see your spouse or the children that much. But when you this COVID nineteen come in and they did a lockdown. You had to be at home with your spouse and with your family, with your children. And marriages did not make it. But that was no fault of God because God always make a way of escape. He always give you a landing. He always make a way for you to endure because there is no temptation that is such that's coming unto man that you cannot bear up to it. So no matter what goes on in this land, it is the peace of God that keeps our heart and our mind. It is the peace of God that we need not to be fretful, no matter what's going on in our homes. It is the peace of God that keeps us when we go and get in our vehicles, going up and down the road. It's like, what am I choosing? Which slice am I going to eat today? Which slice am I going to go to bed when I'm having for dinner? Which slice of pizza? Which slice am I gonna eat? Am I gonna eat a slice of piece or a slice of anxiety? Which one am I gonna pick up today? Am I gonna be uh to and fro? Am I gonna worry about and, and be depressed about what's going on and trying to figure out? Am I gonna be tossing to and fro? Wave on a um up one down, one minute down. I'm eating both pieces. How about that? I'm eating, taking a bite of peace and a bite of anxiety. Now you know that's madness, because <laughs> you eating. You don't know what you want to be. You know, Lord, I need some peace, but God, oh, I'm my mind is stuck. I'm worried. I'm anxious. I'm fretful. So which one are you going to put down? What you going to choose today? Am I going to choose? To live a life where God has covered me. He said that he keeping, he encamping himself about me. He garrisoned over me. He is a fort all around me. Here I am. I'm I'm a fort all around me. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the most high shall abide under the shadow of the almighty God. I will say of the Lord, he's my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I shall trust. Surely he's gonna deliver me from the snare of the foul and from the north and pestilence. He's gonna deliver me. Okay. His truth is my shield. She, is, she is, his truth is my shield and my buckler. Goes on to say, I should not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the air of the fly by day, nor the pestilent walking in the darkness, or the destruction of waste of this new day. A thousand should fall by my side, ten thousand in my right hand, but none should come nigh me. That's Psalms 91. I'm quoting. So here it is. God has given us all this, given us all this. And he he's my fortress. He's my garrison. He's my strong tower. He's my defense. He's all of that. So I don't need to be fretful. Are you going to have days where you're going to be emotional? Yes. All I'm saying is that don't allow your flesh to take over so much that you confine yourself in the bed or you confine yourself on the couch. or you constantly eating, 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 or you constantly just watching television and you just constantly taking yourself down in a hole of depression? That's not peace. I'm back in Philippians four. Paul goes on to say in verse 10. I was made very happy in the Lord that now you have revived your interest in my welfare after so long a time. You were indeed thinking of me, but you had no opportunity to show it. He said, Now that I am implying that I was in personal want, he's sorry, correction. Not that I am implying that I was in personal want, for I have learned. How to be content, satisfied to the point where I am not disturbed or disquieted in whatever state I am in. He said, I've learned. It is a learning behavior. The more you get into the word, the more the word will strengthen you. The more the word would empower you. The more the word will encourage you. The more the word would uplift you. The word is there. So the more you study the word of God, the more you will find yourself in a state of peace. When you understand who you are in Christ Jesus, who you belong to, who you are, once you understand who you are in him, then you will be just like he's saying. He said, I've learned in whatever state I am in that whatever state I am in, I will not be fretful. Whatever state I'm in, I would not walk, have anxiety. Whatever state I'm in, I would not be vexed. Whatever state I'm in, I would not be abraded. Whatever state I'm in, I will not have allowed a corrosion to take over my mind. No matter what state I'm in, he says, I've learned, I've learned. And you all know that the apostle Paul went through a whole lot of tests and trials and abuse. So here it is. He said, I learned in whatever state I'm in that I am not disturbed or disquieted. And this is the good part here. And he said, and now he said, I know how, verse 13, verse 12, he says, I know how to be a base and live humbly in straitened circumstances. And I know also how to enjoy plenty And live in abundance. He said, I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation. I'm reading Amplified. Whether well-fed or going hungry, having a sufficiency and enough to spare, or going without and being in want. Listen, he said. That no matter what state I'm in, I don't care if I'm hungry or have enough food, whether or not uh, I'm dealing with a sickness in my body or whether or not I'm healthy, whether or not I have a house to live in or whether or not I'm living up on the bridge. He says, I've learned in whatever state I am in. And, and I have learned in any and all circumstances the secret of facing every situation. Do you all know what the secret is? The secret of facing every situation is verse 13. That's a secret. The secret is I have strength for all things in Christ who empowers me. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses who infuses inner strength into me. I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. That is the secret. When he said, I've learned the secret of how to face every situation, he learned it. Here it is. The secret is I have strength for all things. (laughs) I'm able to endure all things through Christ. Who strengthened, he empowers me, he infuses his strength into me. I am infused with, with his strength. I have the DNA of God. So I can do all things through Christ who will strengthen me. That means that my body is designed to heal itself. No matter what the doctors say, your body has already been designed to heal itself. All you have to do is speak to your body. You tell your body, physician, heal thyself. You speak to your body and you command your body to be healed. You command every organ to function in the perfection that God designed it to function in. You command your heart to beat with the rhythm of life, that your lungs inhale and exhale with nothing. They don't struggle, don't have no part, no hard time breathing, that your eyesight is twenty twenty that you able to inhale and exhale, that your large intestines and small intestines your liver, your colon, everything function, that your body is able to support your weight, that your bones are strong, that your immune system is fighting off every disease that try to attack your body. You speak to it. Your body responds to your voice. So you speak to your body and you command your body, the body be healed. No matter what the doctor tell you, I am healed. Because I have learned in every situation how to endure. I've learned in every situation how to stand. I've learned in every situation how to overcome. I've learned in every situation how to persevere. I've learned. I've learned. And that's what we need to understand. That no matter what's going on, no matter what is happening in this land, it is the peace of God. There's nothing like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? I want you to close your eyes. Close your eyes. Can you imagine just climbing up when you're dealing with something in the lap of God? And then God just lay, Just you lay your head up on his, on his breast and you you just listening to the beat of his heart. And he wrap his arms around you. You know how that feels. Because we all were small once. We climbed up in the lap of our of our parent. And here it is, you lay you land up in God's arms, and you feel just imagine that peace you are able to imagine. God designed you, your mind. You're, you're able to vision this. You're able to, God tells us, and he said, write the vision, but first you have to have the vision, okay? So you're able to vision, you're able to see this in your mind, that when you land upon his His chest and you you know that you are safe, You know that you don't have to be concerned about nothing. And that's what he's saying here. It is his peace. His peace is just like him wrapping his arms around you and you sitting up in his lap and you laying there on your head on his chest and you so peaceful that you fall asleep. And there's nothing like that peace. And that's what he wants you to have. He don't want you to be feeling like no, no, uh, a dog constantly gnawing at a bone. He don't want you to be vexed. He don't want you to be fretful. He don't want that for you. God does. He's not desiring that to have. He don't want you. He wants you to have know that that His peace is surpasses all understanding. You can't even comprehend it or understand it. It is just that peaceful. And but Paul, here it is. Uh, the Apostle Paul here. He he learned. He got the revelation. I got to read that again. He said, I have learned in any and all circumstances. Any, he he covered it when he says any and all circumstances. The secret of facing every situation. And I reveal to you all what the secret is. The secret is I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. I just wanted to empower you to let you know that you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. You don't have to walk and fret. You don't have to, your mind, I'm going to read this one more time, to fret, to eat or gnaw into, to cause to suffer emotional strain. You don't have to deal with emotional strain. You don't have to deal with uh, something corroding you and gradually weakening you. You don't have to be vexed to bring trouble and distress to You don't have to deal with a braid to wear down in your spirit. You have the spirit of God. You don't have to deal with that. He tells you to fix your mind. Fix it. Once you fix your mind on God, you'll be stable. You'll be at rest. You'll be at peace. And God will be the one that you will rely on. Do not allow COVID-19 to have you to walk in fear. God said, I did not give you the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. And he tells me to fix my mind on these things, things that are just and loving and pure and honest, a good report. Once I fix my mind on these things, then the peace of God will come in and he takes control no matter what's going on in this country. So regardless of the numbers going up, I pray that you understand who you are. That you are the child of God. That you belong to the father. That you carry his DNA. That there's nothing wrong with your body. That you can speak to this body and be healed. That you have food. God said, I bless you with food and I bless you with water. And I take all manner of sickness away from you. That's all we need to know. He's going to keep us sheltered. There's none of us here that has dealt I'm praying. I don't know who's all out here, but um, I know that in the house of AC, we haven't lost any loved ones. Uh, Well, I take that back. I think one of our members did, but what I'm trying to say is that God has sustained AC. God has kept AC. God has covered AC. And God has continued. He will continue to do that to all of us, our family, all of my immediate family, all my family just across the land, all my sisters and brothers, all my Christian family, all my co-workers. God is going to continue to keep us. He's going to continue to watch over. Us. He's going to continue to bless us as long as we keep the peace of God, understanding that the peace of God reign in our lives. So I just want to thank you. I pray that this message help you. Uh, i pray that you would continue to to let god be rain in your home rain in your car when you are going down the road rain on your job rain everywhere you go know that god reigns and he's always in control and that you can do all things you can do all things through christ who strengthens you and that you do not have to be fretful You don't have to have anxiety. You don't have to be worried. You don't have to walk in. You don't have to deal with depression because God is God. He's God. And he's faithful. So Father God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I thank you. I bless your name, God. I magnify you. I give you glory. I give you honor. God, I just love you, Lord God. God, you so good. God, I magnify you. God, you father and your father all by yourself. God, I glorify you. God, I give you honor. God, I give you praise. God, you magnificent. God, you wonderful. God, you great. God, you are strong and mighty. God, you have kept us. You are keeper, Lord God. God, you are strong tower. We can run into you and be safe, God. God, you cover us and you heal us. Us. You feed us, God. You clothe us, God. You watch over us, God. And I thank you, God, for your word. You said heaven and earth will pass away, but your word is everlasting, Lord God. No matter what's going on, God, it is your word, God, that we live by. It is your word, God, that we feed upon. It is your word, God, that empowers us, Lord God. It is your word that strengthens us, Lord God. It is your word, God. And hallelujah, God, we bless you for your word. We bless you for our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We thank you, God, that he was death, burial, and resurrection, God. We thank you, God, that he intercedes for us, God. He is our intercessor, Lord God. He's the bishop and the watcher of our soul, Lord God. He keep us, God. He protect us, God. And I thank you, God, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that, Father God, that we don't have to fret for nothing, God, because we have the Holy Ghost on the inside of us, God, and, God, the Holy Ghost rise up and be in control of our life, God, that we listen to the Holy Ghost, Lord God, when he's speaking to us, Lord God. God, when he's guiding us, Lord God, thank you, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that your word would always be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our paths, Lord God, constantly guiding us and leading us, God, in which way to go. So God, I bless you. I thank you for our family, Lord God. I thank you for our apostle and pastor lords and all the leadership team. God, thank you for all the people, Lord God, that helps in the church, Lord God, the people that cleans up all our ministry, Lord God, God, the technical team, God, in the name of Jesus, Father God, I thank you, God, for all my family near and far, Father. I thank you for the healing, God, in my husband's eyes right now, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that his eyesight is 20, 20, that he won't have to deal with no blurries, God, in his eyes, in Jesus. Jesus name, God. God, I thank you for tonight and I bless you, God. God, I thank you for everyone that was able to tune in. In Jesus' name, amen.